0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. I'm Eldon, and I've got Lowell with me like usual, and we've got Dad, Delvin, uh, with us here as well. So, welcome to the podcast, and I guess we will start by kind of recapping where we are in the fall season.
1: So where are we at? We're right at the very end. We're right at
0: the end, yeah.
1: We talked uh, quite a bit, well we recorded about a week or two ago mm-hmm. and yeah. uh that felt a little more like the mid-season right we're right here at the the very end and yep. it's uh overall it's been a pretty good season i think we touched on that some last uh, last time um we had we talked about weather um how it was very very hot and then it's pretty much been fall ever since yeah and fall continues uh, as right it now, does as it does yeah probably trending colder though we've uh, had a bit of scattered frost now um, a couple mornings and um, yeah pumpkin season is definitely winding down uh, judging by the lack of pumpkins in our field that would be a good way to judge it i guess yeah so dad, uh, how's the season been from your perspective?
2: Well, it's, uh, you know, as you said, we're almost to the end here and, uh, it has been fairly exhausting. This is a very involved way to farm. Uh, we enjoy it though. And, uh, of course we enjoy being through it and moving into a little quieter season of the year. Been a good season though. And, uh, weather has a lot to do with that. And we've been blessed with many, many people coming out to the farm. That's been really encouraging and, uh, gives us some uh some anticipation towards the future
1: and if they wouldn't come we would just quit so there's yeah. that.
0: <laughs> yeah like we say uh other times we're very aware of how much what we do um, is because of the people who allow us to do it by coming out here and
2: going through our corn maze
0: buying pumpkins picking strawberries or doing Whatever.
2: doing things that might to us start to seem fairly mundane because we live here we see this stuff every day but it's good for us to kind of see the farm through new eyes as we have new folks on the farm.
0: All right. Well, should we uh, kind of transition into talking about agritourism a little bit and maybe how we how we got here or have we talked about that maybe some?
1: Oh, we probably have in one of the first episodes um you know we i think we talked about how we're a transitioning dairy or yeah i guess we're still are we a transitioning dairy farm or have we transitioned i'm not sure we come pretty close to transitioning
2: almost transitioned we've we have fewer and fewer of the dairy replacement heifers here on our farm and actually the last few days we've had our first uh, little black baby Angus calves born on the farm so I guess we have come full circle.
1: Yeah which Angus uh, for those that don't know is kind of a a beef breed Um, not the uh, traditional Holstein dairy animals that we have had. Yeah
2: yeah as I look back on agritourism and how we got to where we are now, wasn't all like a journey we planned from the beginning and, and have ended up there. It sort of happened probably back in the beginning. Uh, my dad, Ernest Yoder, um, started growing tomatoes when he turned 70 years old. And um, that got him into retail sales as neighbors came by and, picked some up and that's how we started to think about people visiting and coming to the farm and, and um, of course several of us have had several ideas. The strawberry picking in the spring was uh, a next step and then corn maize came later and it's kind of uh, just one year at a time has changed and morphed into what you see of Yoder's Farm today.
1: Yeah, I definitely had uh, quite modest uh, beginnings. Actually, yeah. we're still pretty modest. It's <laughs> really not as uh, that that huge. We're a small family farm, but yeah, it's kind of interesting to think about. You know, numbers of people. The first, well, the first day we opened for strawberries, you know, own strawberries. I mean, I don't know how many cars we had, but it was precious few. And yeah, uh, actually, I do remember uh, coming. And uh, that day, at, at the end of the day, it's like, man, this is, is, is <laughs> not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> we need people. But, yeah. um, you know, we had, you got to start somewhere. And we had hardly any name recognition. And um, through, I guess, some advertising that we've done and a lot of word of mouth, uh, the name recognition has grown a lot over the last number of years.
0: Yeah, the big yeah. the big thing there I would just mention is is our customers. Uh, yesterday I was looking through Facebook comments and seeing people recommend Yoder's Farm as a place to bring your children to to go through on days. an unrelated page. Yeah, I mean, it com- wasn't our, it completely wasn't unrelated. Page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it's because of folks like that that the word continues to spread, um, and and occasional advertising, I guess, some too. But
2: yeah the other the other factor or another factor is just our little niche in history uh you know the timing of of all this uh don't believe the agritourism on this level to work 50 years ago for sure maybe yeah. not 25 uh so happens you know we're close to lynchburg virginia a very family friendly town uh and families generally folks are interested in teaching their children some Uh, life facts and uh, that food actually comes from farms seems to be strike a chord with folks and they're happy to come out here and uh, show the children that you can actually pick a berry and eat it and uh, you can go to a patch and pick your pumpkin and uh, kind of see its beginnings and endings.
1: Along with that you know we we do quite a bit of quite a few field trips in the fall uh, kind of a different a little bit of a different structure i mean you're dealing with very young children but uh, a lot of the exactly what you said uh, i mean it's just interesting seeing it from a four or five six year old kid f- through their eyes i mean they the tractor i mean something that we all grew mm-hmm. up with i mean that's like cool yeah <laughs> which it is cool i mean but you, things that you get uh, used to and jaded i mean you know animals calves i mean yeah they're they're neat but uh you know something as simple as a chicken is mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't experience it every day is is uh something uh something interesting so yeah for sure in some ways isn't agro-tourism just kind of recognizing that that what you do is actually it's it's an interesting thing and uh, uh the bottom line is people will pay for an interesting experience mm-hmm. it uh, hopefully provides them Uh, value and and, an educational opportunity and it helps us uh, make a living so i guess you could say
2: it's a win-win
0: and a good time with their families i mean it's it's great to see families coming out here spending time together and
2: the fact is you know a lot of folks have ties to the land a generation or two ago maybe uh, their parents or grandparents were just happy to get off the farm and go Mm -hmm. get the job in town but they have memories of visiting farms they have uh, lots of uh, good vibes about farms and now they'd like to reintroduce their children to that yeah and so we happen to be you know not a road trip from town just a hop down the highway
0: yep that's pretty much what we are i guess at this point and it, it continues to evolve. Uh, we've got constantly we're talking about things that we can change for or maybe change if we uh, get around to it and get the energy and find the time uh, or things we can add, uh, things like that. But as as was mentioned earlier, we are a small family farm and it's it's a little complicated to get uh much more complicated than we than we are so
1: yeah and i think our philosophy is uh we're not a real uh, we're actually a real working farm so we're never going to be a kind of a a glitzy um uh, more i don't know what the word is a little more of an urban uh farm i mean yeah. we're <laughs> we're out here in the country we're i mean i'm you know, zip lines are cool. I'm not sure if we'll ever have a zip line out here. Not sure, sure if not, we have a good place for it. anyway. I'm not sure that we we've. Our philosophy has also been never say never, right? Yeah. I mean, we're probably doing some things now that we never would have dreamed about that we do ten years ago when we kind of first started the the agritourism thing. Um, but we're we're just simple. I mean, we we like simple uh activities we have a hay ride. i mean we sit on hay bales for yeah, that we yeah. don't don't yet yeah, i think we should upgrade our wagon but <laughs> you know it's it's that's what it is and it's been nearly that way for the last eight or ten years um that, we have a, a corn pit you know it's a pit of corn for kids to to play nothing mm-hmm. against you know bouncy houses and yeah. other things but uh, i guess we're just looking for or we we think that our people like a simple, authentic farm experience. Now, we can add some things to that and, and still kind of maintain that philosophy, mm-hmm. but that's, that is more our philosophy. And I think a lot of our people just like like that. It's yeah, maybe a, a little quieter, and, yeah. and it's, it's just different. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a farm choosing a different angle on it, and that's works for them, and, you know, we, mm-hmm. we kind of have our own niche too.
0: Yeah, and we all go back and forth and disagree about what we should add next or what we should uh try to do differently i guess sometimes well that's how
1: we kind of do decisions right we all disagree for a while till we come up with a brilliant idea
0: yeah it's basically just a big argument all the time
1: Uh, not quite (laughs) And,
2: and philosophically along with uh you know simple fitting us well we've um up to this point we've not we've chosen not to charge admittance to the farm And we'd like for this to be a a place where a budget minded family could come and enjoy themselves simply, but that does, you know, preclude us. Buying the bounce house and and putting in the the pumpkin chunking cannon, which would be very exciting. Yeah. Uh, but so we're going to add some. Let me just jump sure. in there.
0: Don't name too many things because who knows what we're going <laughs> to add in the future.
2: <laughs> true. True. I'm always thought of Pumpkin. But we've cannon, got you know we got <laughs> ideas that we can do a few things along, not add to the cost, and maybe via sponsorships or other ideas that we have. Maybe we can, you know, keep growing this and keep it simple and inexpensive.
1: And manageable. And manageable. At that's bottom, important. At the end of the day, that's kind of the the bottom line, too.
0: Yeah, and I guess I'm always on this side of things, but uh, we, we do provide value for folks. So uh, while we do want to keep it budget-friendly, uh, it, it is nice when folks actually buy something or do spend some money here. And most most people do. Yeah, and most folks uh, yeah.
2: appreciate the you know being able to get on the farm and uh, you know play some activities, climb on our boat and uh, play in the corn pit without paying just yeah. for that, and then they feel free to buy a milkshake at the snack shack yep. or pick up several pumpkins instead of just one, maybe.
0: Yeah, it, I guess it goes back to the the uh, age old thing of we kind of think you should pay for what you want to do versus pay and uh figure it out later i guess or something anyway that's where we are at this point. so any
1: um just thinking about the the season in general um, we talked yeah. about agritourism what are what are the biggest differences say between this year and last year from from you guys's perspective
2: one thing we had was quite a range of temperatures. When we started off, you know, we were in the upper nineties, I believe, the first week or so. Pretty often, made for a lot of extra work with uh, moving product from the tent back to our store storeroom. And uh, obviously, folks don't really care for a long hike over ten acres in the maze when it's that temperature. Eleven acres. Eleven acres. For the so that was a kind of a slow start. But then the weather turned and. Um, folks did come out in good numbers and it's been a very pleasant the latter half has been quite uh probably more
1: more than half i mean we had the the hospital is the first week of october and then i think it did it not break for that Mm -hmm. first weekend so we're really we've had at least four pretty good pretty fall like maybe weekends. maybe
0: that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing is just the weather has been very nice but i don't weekends. think we
1: actually had it i know we didn't have a total rain out last year I, yeah. I guess we did have a partial weekend maybe where it rained out i don't know but folks but, seem
2: pretty responsive to uh, we have this year we were open tuesday through thursday evenings That's true. Yeah. and i think folks paid attention to the weather and to our schedule and came out when it it worked Mm weather-wise i think yeah we did have a
1: lot of really pretty days Mm -hmm. it was tuesday through thursday time frames Mm -hmm.
0: maybe october in general has just been a little drier this year although we have i still think that i think sometimes
1: people kind of get a narrative that like last year was wet and so just that's kind of stuck in their minds and maybe even if it wasn't quite as wet they it still might affect the activities they choose to do or we did have folks
2: working. losing shoes in some muddy spots in the corn maze last year hasn't happened this year it's been much much drier
0: yeah uh in the design phase i did move one of the uh critical points of the maze i guess away from uh, a particularly bad spot where it was last year just, low spot just saying. yeah low bad uh, there was a lot of water there so mm-hmm. ended up being kind of a mess at the um, decision point we call it where you can you're
1: talking last year again that's right yeah and this year we started out i mean this is a contrast but like we're worried about dust right Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're wet the lane down many times with sprinklers and we're talking about a water trailer and we're even talking about dust on the hayride route which i don't really remember doing yeah yeah so it was definitely at least the first part was very dry of course we've had Goodness! Over four inches of rain in the last week and a half. Yeah, maybe we're it's, catching up. Uh, yeah, it's good, putting us in better shape for uh, winter and next spring, I suppose. And
2: watering those uh seventy thousand strawberry plants in very well. They're right. they're looking good.
0: Mm-hmm. The ones that the deer deer aren't eating, I guess. Right.
1: Yeah. So it's been a, a good season, and um, just attendance-wise out here at the farm, it's been better than than last year. As always, there are, there are some challenges with yeah. every season, some unique challenges, but uh, overall it's been a very good year. It seems like um, maybe there's been more groups
0: of folks this year than some other years. Hmm, maybe uh,
1: so. We did have a lot of group schedule things didn't yeah. there. I don't know. Maybe that's why. There again, it's kind of that word-of-mouth thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah i still almost wonder if there's something about that very hot beginning and then it finally felt like fall maybe something about that was a little psychological mm-hmm. for yeah. people it like let's go do fall things it's falling now i guess i don't know yeah i mean pumpkin sales have been through the roof and i don't know if that's i mean what else is that i don't know have to do with <laughs> do we
0: want to talk about the fact that we're pretty low in pumpkins right now with the three days, um four days to go in the Yeah,
1: way. I mean that's kinda how it is. You you kind of
0: Well, it's it's different than other years for us. Right.
1: We we always try to overplant and um I I felt like we did that yeah. at least to some extent. But obviously demand and so forth were yeah. very low in pumpkins but you know, pumpkin values drop drastically for some reason about November the first <laughs> so it's not all bad either. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: So I guess next we can just talk a little bit about where we're headed now and kind of wrap this up headed into November. So, Dad, what's what's kind of next after we close Saturday?
2: Well, November starts to look like we probably should need some heat in the greenhouses, uh, although the 70-degree temperatures today sure didn't uh, call for that. So we're thinking inside crops. Uh, We've got the one house almost in production and right following the May season. The following week we're back in our little farm store, hopefully with some red tomatoes or soon thereafter, uh, actively moving ahead, getting the little seedlings, hopefully transplanted to the larger spring house. So inside work, tomato work is uh, on our minds and Hope to, uh, you know, go through the winter picking tomatoes. And um, other than that, around the farm, soybean harvest is happening. Um, I mentioned heat. That means firewood. We have a large boiler that we heat a lot of this, uh, the greenhouses with. That'll take a fair amount of our time. But we are looking to slow down a little too. So not going to be busy every moment.
0: Yeah. We'll wait until be super busy again. <laughs> March, maybe. Anyhow. All right, well, that kind of wraps things up, I think. Uh, anything else you all want to add before we sign off?
2: Don't think so, really. I uh, just it's, it's always, you get to the end, it's been a really busy season. You hardly had time to uh, think things all through, but at uh, the end of the season, you think back of all the good people that came out and how grateful you are for a good customer base and how blessed we are to have this farm to start with and, uh, to be here and be stewards.
0: Yep, yeah, That's a good note to end on, I reckon. So thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back in another couple of weeks with another podcast episode and, uh, we'll talk to you then.
1: See ya. Yep.
2: Bye. Hasta la vista. Yeah.